Racism at the Grammys? You bet. But it had nothing to do with Jay-Z and Beyonce. We're going to talk about that and a new category of hurricane. Um, Okay. And the West Coast is underwater. What does this mean? All of that on today's Pharrellcast. Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Pharrellcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. Happy Monday. It is the Cast, and I am Corell. The day after Grammy, if you didn't watch the show, you really missed a great show. And I haven't been able to say that about Grammy for a very, very long time. Uh, I, however, I got to tell you, I've been involved with threads all day, which is like Twitter. Uh, and I went through and deleted almost everything I posted because I finally just said, you know, I don't want to play their games. I don't I don't want to get sucked into all. I mean, everybody nowadays, everybody is just an authority and they're just so quick to snipe at you and they're so quick to disagree with you about things that they shouldn't even be disagreeing on. You know, it started with the racism at the Grammys. Now, before we go into the real racism that did occur at the Grammys, uh, and it had nothing to do with Jay-Z and Beyonce, let's talk about if you did see it or even if you didn't see it, you can go watch it on Paramount+. Plus. Let's talk about YouTube, probably. Uh, talk about some of the great things that happened. Now, I watched from 12.30 on. I watched the pre-awards from 12.30 to 5, or to 4, uh, and then watched 60 Minutes on the East Coast feed for an hour, and then watched the Grammys starting at 5. The pre-telecast was rough. The host, I don't know who they were, and, and they weren't great. Uh, but there was some great awards given out, Latin people being recognized, and uh, African-American winners and gay winners and a great group called, I think, Boy Genius. They were wonderful. They were so excited. So a lot of a lot of fun things happened at the pre-awards, uh, which used to k- take place from 3 to 5 back in the day. Now I guess they're from 1230 to 4 because there's so many awards now. Uh, there's 89 Grammys now. Uh, of which I do vote, and I'm I'm very happy. We can't vote in all the categories, but uh, you pick your five categories and you vote, and then you can all vote for the top five record of the year, album of the year, all that. Um, and so in watching it, you know, every time they thanked the, the Academy, they were thanking me. <laughs> I'm part of the Academy. So I thought, you're welcome, you're welcome. Uh, but there was a, a rapper there named Killer Mike, and he swept the rap category. And he's a former protege of Outkast. And, uh, you know, I don't know anything about Killer Mike, but I do know that his acceptance speeches were joyous, filled with positivity, uh, dispelling rules about ageism, saying you're never too old to be here. Uh, I, I liked his speeches. I thought, oh, he's a happy guy. And then I found out that right after he won these three awards, he was handcuffed and taken away by LAPD on a misdemeanor battery charge. He got in a fight at the crypto arena with somebody, uh, and he and he got, you know, and the person's not in the hospital or anything, uh, and he got arrested. And I don't know if he hit a woman or a man. I don't know who he hit, but his wife was on stage with him, so certainly it wasn't her. Uh, they released him hours later, but he was marched through the lobby by the LAPD, this black rapper, after winning these Grammys. If that wasn't racism of the highest count, I don't know what was. And how do I know that? Because Donald fucking Trump is is up on 91 or 92 felony counts. 
He has never been in handcuffs. He's never been perp walk because he's a rich white dude. But let a black rapper get up on a misdemeanor battery charge, not something like, you know, hiding documents from the world at Mar-a-Lago, selling classified information to the Saudis, or trying to rig an election, or uh, egging on uh, treason and insurrection. Oh, no, no, this was just battery. And he has to be handcuffed and perp walk through the lobby while Trump has yet to see a pair of handcuffs outside of the one Stormy Daniels probably brought. You want to talk about racism? That's racism. Okay, so that happened in the pre-awards. And it's wrong. LAPD should have told him to report down to the LAPD after Grammy night. Now, they did release him and he did go back to the parties and such, but there was no need for that, LAPD. No need. Except he's a black rapper. You know, so on a misdemeanor battery charge, he gets embarrassed in front of the world. Donald Trump tries to overthrow democracy. Nothing. That's racism right there on full display by our justice system. And you wonder why Black Lives Matter had to be formed. A white artist guilty of battery? Would he have been paraded like that if it was Justin Timberlake? No. But Killer Mike, oh yeah. So that happened at the pre-awards. And then the actual awards started. And I have to say, Trevor Noah is a very vanilla, very fine host. Um, It was great. I started crying. Now, you got to remember, a lot of my life was in that room at the Grammys. Uh, I vote on them. I I went to my first Grammy Award in 1982. Uh, Yeah, 1982. 42 years ago, I was 19, and I went to my first Grammy Awards to photograph it for the Long Beach Local News, it was called, Uh, and Jeffrey Wilson, his column, Hot Wax, I think was the name of his column, Uh, and I went with two days notice, didn't even own a camera, my parents bought me a camera the day of the awards, and we couldn't even afford it, but they did, Uh, and off I went to my first Grammys, 1982, to photograph backstage on the red carpet. It was incredible. I, re- I met Rick James and Grace Jones and so many people. Jennifer Holliday. Uh, so anyway, so that was so much fun. Okay. And, and I get emotional about the Grammys because I did swear back in the day that I would vote on them one day. And then I, about 10 years later uh, or about 30 years ago, I became a voting member. Pretty cool. Uh, and so when Tracy Chapman, who I was at the Grammys when she won all her Grammys, Uh, When Tracy Chapman came out with Luke Combs and sang Fast Car because he had a hit on the country charts with it recently this year, and he's a total fan of hers, of course, Uh, and and there she is, Tracy Chapman, who I'm assuming is a lesbian, uh, was out there, this black lesbian uh, with this white cisgendered country artist singing Fast Car. Uh, I was... I, it just, it was too much for me. I cried. I was walking Ember at the time in between the rain and I started crying because I just welled up with emotion about, about music and the power of music and, you know, just all of it. The, the whole experience that was happening in front of me, I just welled up. Uh, and, and yeah, that was, it was something. Uh, and so that was a great moment. That was a great moment. Miley Cyrus performing Flowers was a great moment. She looked incredible. 
Although today on social media, uh, people are saying she appropriated Tina Turner. She had like a Tina Turner outfit on and she had big hair. So I guess every woman that wears makeup is appropriating the Egyptians. Then is that the idea? Tina Turner appropriated the Egyptian culture. Is that the idea? Since they invented lipstick and other makeup. Uh, but whatever. So that's a ridiculous thing. Oh, she's appropriating Tina Turner. No, she's being Miley Cyrus. Uh, but she was wonderful. Annie Lennox singing the tribute to Sinead O'Connor was incredible. Incredible. Brought me to tears. Just incredible. And her talking about Israel and a ceasefire, but Sinead would have totally approved. I didn't get Stevie Wonder singing The Best Is Yet To Come during the part where they're saying goodbye to people, but okay, uh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, and then Fantasia Barino doing Proud Mary. Oh my God. She was incredible. Just absolutely incredible. And so there were really a lot of incredible nights, incredible performances. Then, of course, Jay-Z got mad during while well, he's accepting an award. Okay, Jay-Z is accepting an award. And he says that Grammy doesn't get it right when it comes to some black people because his wife has the most Grammys of any other artist but has never won Album of the Year. So we need to think about that and do better. Well, that set me off like you would not believe. I am so sick of, and what I'm about to say is going to be very unpopular, and I am sorry, but I am so sick of some black people blaming racism for everything, okay? And we are going to talk about that when we come back, because there is systemic racism. Killer Mike was a victim of racism. Beyonce, not so much. So we're going to talk about it's that and more from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corel cast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corel cast driving you home or driving you crazy. Still no verdict on Trump, by the way, in terms of how much he's got to pay. He's busy in front of the Supreme Court trying to stay on the ballot. Uh, so we have Killer Mike getting arrested instead of being issued a citation or being told to come down after the awards. But we have Jay-Z saying that the most honored woman or artist, period, should have another one because she's never won album of the year. And today on Threads, all the black people are like, yeah, yeah, Grammy is racist. Grammy is racist. First of all, Beyonce has too many Grammys. And I'm just going to say it. Her music at best is mediocre. And that's a personal opinion, and I'm allowed to have it. I don't own one of her albums. I liked the last one, Renaissance, but I liked it because of the collaborations, not really because of her. All of her other albums are too urban and too hip-hop for me. I don't like them. Now, I like some of her singles, Girls Who Rule the World or, you know, uh, Single Ladies, some, you know, some of those songs. And yes, I would vote for those songs, but I wouldn't vote for the whole record. But that doesn't matter. A Grammy is not a right, okay? 
Because if it's where, how many white people have a BET award? How many white people have a Soul Train award? You know, a Grammy is not a right. It is a subjective award voted on by the voting members of Neris, of which black people can join in mass if they want to, so long as they are releasing records. Grammy has, the only criteria to join Grammy is that you've released enough records. So the notion that it's racist when the black billionaire, Jay-Z, is standing there receiving an award, saying that the Grammys are racist because his wife hasn't won album of the year and Taylor Swift has now won it four times. Boy, she triggers people, doesn't she? Well, that upset me as a voting member of Grammy. That upset me. I'm like, I never consider race when voting on these categories. Ever, 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 ever. Not to mention there are countless black categories at Grammar. You know, at Grammy, there's no gay music category, best LGBTQ recording, but there sure as hell is best R&B, best, best rap, you know? But there's no best gay. And do I get pissed about that? No. Beyonce hasn't won album of the year because not enough people have voted for her for album of the year. And did they not vote for her because she is black? No. At least not a majority of Grammy voters. They're not this racist Ku Klux Klan group of people. They're not. And to paint them that way while you're standing there accepting an award from them? Okay, whatever. Whatever. So I said that on social media, and of course, Black Threads came for me. Came for me. Called me horrible names, racist, misogynist, all these other things. And I'm like, really? And then the other thing everyone's talking about is that Taylor Swift didn't acknowledge Celine Dion when she went up and accepted the award from her. Celine, who has stiff body syndrome and made a surprise appearance. Well, guess what? I have really great, credible intel that tells me that the artists were told that Celine has a very fragile disease that with this stiff body syndrome, you can't just go up and hug her and manhandle her and stuff and such. That was her son that walked her out. And she has this disease that makes it so you probably shouldn't go up and hug her and such. She could fall down. And so you have to let her initiate the hugging or the whatever. But no one even considered that. No, let's crucify Taylor Swift because she didn't pay attention to, enough attention to Celine Dion. Okay, whatever. You just want to pick on Taylor, pick on Taylor. But more importantly, there was racism at the Grammys. It was happening to Killer Mike and no one's talking about that. They're just talking about Jay-Z and Beyonce. Two billionaires, one who has more Grammys than anyone else. Beyonce has more Grammys than Dolly Parton. She has more Grammys than Diana Ross. She has more Grammys than Barbara Streisand. She has more Grammys. I could just go down the list. She has more than Patti LaBelle. She has more than Gladys Knight. And you want to tell me that there's a problem with Beyonce not getting album of the year. See, this is what I mean about people. I don't get people anymore. I just don't. I don't get them. We are headed in such a bad direction socially. You know, today, an atmospheric river is literally drowning Southern California. I mean, just terrible. Flash floods, horrible. It's pouring here in Vegas. Has been for a day. It's going to be rainy all week. Now they're saying they need a new category for hurricanes. They need a category six for hurricanes. 
And yet there are people out there that still don't get climate change, that still say it's not man-made, that still say it's not a problem. I don't get it. The stuff that we choose to occupy our lives with is so freaking unimportant. And the real stuff just falls right through, even at Grammy. The real issue, why was Killer Mike paraded in front of everybody in handcuffs, not done discreetly, not told to come down to the station after the show, but thrown in cuffs and taken out when we know damn well a white artist wouldn't have had that happen. But meanwhile, we're supposed to be upset because the most awarded artist in Grammy history hasn't won one. So we're supposed to be upset. Oh, there goes my background. We're having network trouble today here at at the lovely, lovely show uh, because of the rain. The internet keeps going in and out. The network keeps going in and out. And it's just, you know, the rain. Not much I can do about it. I'll fix that during the break. Uh, so that, you know, I, I don't understand people. I don't, I don't get it. And it scares me. You know, if social media is a true reflection of the people out there and the electorate and everything, no wonder we're headed for disaster. You know, they have Trump ahead of Biden in some poll, which I, I try not to pay attention to the polls. But the fact that a, a felon is being allowed to run for president and that the Republican Party is following him. That's just, that's freaking scary, okay? That's scary. It means we're just moving in the wrong direction. You know, they had other candidates. They have Nikki Haley still. They could coalesce behind her. Instead, they coalesce behind the felon. I don't get it. I don't understand. There's so much going on right now today in the news that I just, I don't get. As we talk about a Category 6 being added for hurricanes because the storms have gotten worse, what are we doing about it? What are we actually doing about it? We now say that we're going to reach the 1.5 climate increase, temperature increase, by 2030. Not 2050, but somewhere between 2027 and 2030, we're going to hit the number that spells devastation for the planet. That's just a few years. What is someone? Do, what is anybody doing about it? Not much. Today on this Monday, I'm kind of bewildered. Bewildered by the fact that we seem to be arguing and nitpicking over the stupidest stuff. While the big stuff just goes unhandled. You know, just unhandled. And I don't, I don't see it getting better. I see it getting worse. You know, Apple just came out with this VR headset and they're making a big deal about this $4,000 headset. And it's the first Apple product I don't want. And I'll tell you why. Because I've seen people with it on their face and seen them like doing things with their hands and activating it and just sitting there in their own world. The last thing we need, that's WALL-E. We are becoming the big fat blobs in the chairs with the headsets from WALL-E to where we won't even need to get up anymore. It'll all just appear in your headset. And I know Apple thinks they're creating something spectacular with spatial computing. They're not. They're creating something that we don't need. The last thing humans need is something to go on their face that keeps them sitting in a chair and tied to a computer. 
you know, but nope, there you're going to see people sitting there who will have no clue that you're in the room. They'll have no clue that you're, oh, they'll be able to see you because you can see through, you know, you can see the room around you, but they won't be paying attention to you. Do we really, do we, is that what we need? And I know that fighting that progress is wrong. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. You're going to go to work one day or just be at home and put on a headset and that's it. You'll be plugged into your Zoom meetings and to all of it. But is that how we want to live life? In a chair with a headset in the other world. And the danger of that? Oh, there's a big danger. I'll tell you what the if danger of that visiting is. ReallyCorel.com daily. You're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes, at ReallyCorel.com. That's really K A R E L.com. It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corelcast. Driving you home or driving you crazy. You know, the danger of the VR headset is that it's going to let people escape into another world and not fix this one. It's going to make people less active. They're going to sit down with that thing on. Oh, yeah, but you can get up and exercise. There's all these games that are... they're not going to. I mean, I, I love Apple products. I do. I swear by them. But these VR headsets, I just don't see a need. You know, why do we need them? We're already, I mean, look, if you, you know that phones are a problem. I mean, Apple knows it. Everybody knows it. There are people going back to flip phones in record numbers to be untied from their phone. So you know that phones are a problem. What do you give people? A phone on steroids. You give them this VR headset that they can then just sit there and the world just comes to them. They don't even have to go to the movies anymore. You can now have a 100-foot screen, basically, in your VR headset. Why ever leave home? And people won't. And you see what I mean? We're inventing things that are not good for us. We are ignoring the real things like climate change and diet and, and all of that, health. And, and we're, we're waiting for science to give us an injection so we can be thin instead of actually eating properly and exercising. We're just going to rely on the Wagovi or the Ozempic. We're arguing about the racism of Grammy because the most awarded artist doesn't have an Album of the Year award, while a black man is being hauled out from backstage in handcuffs for a misdemeanor that should have been handled differently. We act like climate change is going to be fixable while California is underwater and NOAA comes up with a higher classification of hurricane. These are... Species ending problems. And I, I see it. I see how humans are actually on the way out. <laughs> now, there's some encouraging things. Atheism is now 28% of the country. That's really encouraging. It used to be 4%. Well, 4% would admit to it. Now, 
it is uh, 28% of the people now say they're atheist. That's fabulous. Because religion is the worst thing to ever have been invented. If you believe in God, that's good for you. I'm not telling you that, you know, oh, yes, I am. If you believe in God, you're insane. I mean, no, if I know that some of you that you hate to hear me say that, but you're just, you're crazy. You believe in some spirit in the sky that's got some list at a gate to let some in. And I mean, like with a doorman, you know, you believe in some omnipotent being that's got a doorman to determine who's going to get in and who's not. It's like the biggest party or whatever. There's no God. You know, there just, there just isn't. And this blue dot behind me is all we've got. That's it. That little blue dot floating in space. And we're not doing anything to protect it. Not enough. And so I'm bewildered on this Monday. I am. Social media, we know, is horrible. It's a terrible thing. It is not helpful. It has become a cesspool. X is nothing but a cesspool of MAGA and vitriol and hatred and anti-trans rhetoric. You know, threads is becoming the same way. And yet they're, they're getting more people to sign up, not less. You know, we got people screaming, billionaires screaming that their billionaire wife doesn't have another gold trophy for album of the year because that's in some way some crime. Do you know how many recording artists will never get one Grammy Award? Most. That's how many. Most recording artists will never get a Grammy. And that includes ones that you love and adore. Most will never get one. So to get one is a big deal. To have like 20 of them? Taylor Swift now has 13. I did not vote for her. Not because I don't think she's worthy or deserving, but because I think it's time to give someone else a chance. I voted for Miley Cyrus over Taylor Swift, and Miley won. But I just thought when I was voting, it's time to give some, and I didn't take race into consideration. I took, you know, how many does this person already have? So I don't want to be a Debbie Downer today. I don't. But, you know, there was racism at the Grammys, but it was directed at Killer Mike, not at Beyonce. There are real problems we need to fix every day. And and you know we we also need to start coming from a place of love and grace and and you know just positivity and and so much less hatred and division and there's been so much of that since Trump took over well there was a ton before I mean under Barack Obama that racism's ugly head but you know there ever since Trump there's been so much hatred and division and online and in real life and I don't know about you, but I'm sick of it. That's why I went through threads today and just deleted all my posts about Jay-Z and deleted, oh, King Charles. King Charles has cancer. Uh, I feel he should abdicate the throne to William and make up with Harry and Meghan. Uh, but who knows? But I wish him well. I, I don't want, you know, I don't want to wish someone with cancer, you know, not well. I wish him well. But I have zero respect for King Charles because he cheated on Diana with Camilla, who I... Camilla, to me, was, well, I don't want to say a tramp, but, you know, she knowingly slept with a married man and knowingly hurt Diana. I mean, she knowingly did that. And yes, Charles was involved, too, you know, and that's why I got called a misogynist, because I said I don't respect Camilla. 
Uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, she is the queen mistress, uh, even though they're married now. But I don't condone how she behaved. She slept with a known married man and hurt the wife. And Charles should have stood up to mummy and said, I don't want to marry Diana. I want to marry Camilla. But he didn't. So he's a spineless thing. And so neither, I have zero respect for King Charles or Queen Camilla. I, I no respect at all. They're not my royals. And as far as humans go, I don't consider them to be stellar examples of human beings. So I said that online and I got called a misogynist because, well, Charles also, you know, it's not just her. And I'm like, you're arguing with me because I have no respect for a woman who sleeps with a married man. You want me to be more mad at the man than the woman. Sorry, I'm mad at both the tramps. I don't like to be cheated on. I have no tolerance for cheating. And so anyone that cheats to me has a real problem. Because you can leave the person. Have the courage to leave them before you go sow your oats someplace else. And if you don't have that courage, you're a coward. King Charles is a coward. He wouldn't stand up to his mother and marry the person he loved. And he had an affair on Diana that everybody knew about. He's a cheater and a coward. And he always will be to me. That doesn't mean I want him to have a bad bout of cancer or die or anything. It just means I have zero respect for it. Hey, it's Carell. Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing. And that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash reallycorel. That's youtube.com forward slash reallycorel for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons at Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. That's patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, reallycorel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free CorelCast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free CorelCast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so it doesn't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.